Ciao, and welcome to Life Out Loud. I am your host, Desiree Melfi-Bozzo. We are going to use this space to share experiences and help you find lasting, unshakable, unwavering, unmessable with joy and gratitude. We're going to be throwing around encouragement a little bit like confetti and giving you support to live your very best life. Ciao, friends. Welcome to episode three of season three of the Life Out Loud podcast. I am the creator of this podcast and your host, Desiree Melfi-Bozzo. And friends, I am so glad you are here. As you may know, this season, we're doing a deep dive into the fruits of the spirit. The what of the what? What fruits? Who has fruit? I don't know. (laughs) If you aren't familiar with them, head back to the first episode of this season give it a quick listen. It's going to give you the foundational knowledge to get you up to speed and ready for some big gains in life outcomes this season. Who doesn't like that? The fruits of the spirit are really important because they act as a barometer in life. As you may know, a barometer measures atmospheric pressure and is used to forecast the weather. When we apply it to our life, the fruits of the spirit do just that. Whether we are bearing fruit or not, and the kinds of fruit we bear is a measure of the atmosphere in our life, and oftentimes it's a really good gauge of the future and what's to come if we continue our patterns. Mind blown, right? Yeah, mine too. (laughs) Galatians 5, New Testament of the Bible, way in the back, tells us the fruits of the Spirit are love, which we covered in the last episode, joy and peace, which we're going to cover in this episode, And in coming episodes, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So, let me give you an example. Perhaps lately in life, you're feeling down and blue. Not a lot of cheer. Maybe you're depressed. Maybe you're sad. The seasons where you can't seem to catch a break and there are more metaphorical clouds than sunshine. This, my friends, is a sure sign of a lack of joy in our lives. You might be thinking, huh, what? Yeah, just hang with me. I'll explain it. (laughs) What about when, I'm going to give another example, life is more chaos than peace. When the to-do list seemed to multiply even as we're checking items off. Have you ever been in that place in life where you're giving all you have and it's not even making a difference? Like you can't even make a dent. Perhaps feelings of discord or strife weigh heavy on you. That, my friends, is a lack of peace. So I want to spend some time today talking about joy and peace because I truly believe, like God of my soul truly believe that no matter the circumstances happening in your life right now, like right this moment, the circumstances swirling around you, I truly believe joy and peace is attainable. I believe this because I have lived through moments in life that have attempted to suck every ounce of joy and peace from me. And in those tumultuous moments, I've been able to uncover ways to become unshakable in the joy and peace I possess. Very easy for me to say. Has it been easy in real time? Absolutely not. (laughs) But it's allowed me to emerge on the other side of this with joy and peace embedded in my heart and my spirit in an unshakable way. And I want this for you too in absolutely every area of your life. Now, 
maybe you're sitting there like, yeah, she doesn't get it. <laughs> like, Des, you have no idea what I'm going through. You don't understand my circumstances. They are way worse than you can ever imagine. And to that, I say, friends, come hang out with me and learn about our God. He's seen every trial, every mistake. He knows everything that's happened, and he knows everything that's going to happen. And he can walk us to joy and peace every time. One of my favorite pastors once said, you are not too far gone for our Savior. Friends, that's all of us. So here's what I want you to do. Trust me, (laughs) grab your most delightful cup of coffee and let's talk about the fruits that come after love, joy, and peace. I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm not a girl who likes to bet too often. Did you know that? I enjoy my money in my bank account and in my investments. (laughs) That being said, I bet if I said close your eyes, and get really present to your most joy-filled moment, a few things would happen. A smile would probably appear on your face. Perhaps your body would relax. You would probably breathe a little slower and a little deeper. The tension of the moment might ease up a little. The feeling of joy does that. Joy, by definition, is a feeling of pleasure or happiness that comes from success, good fortune, or a sense of well-being. That kind of joy is wonderful and worldly and has offered so many amazing and thrilling moments in this life. But the joy I'm talking about today is a deep, unshakable joy that is lasting no matter the worldly circumstances. Joy is something that we should hold as a lasting heart posture. It's not positivity or optimism. This kind of joy that I'm talking about isn't from the world. It's sourced from God. And let me unpack that because that's that's kind of (laughs) heavy. When we get to know God on a deep personal level, we can access true joy. This is a joy that can surpass every understanding, every circumstance. It's a joy that can be accessed in any at all times. If you're anything like me, sometimes we think we are seeking joy when we are searching the world for things to fill our yearning souls. We indulge in worldly pleasures, hoping that they will fill us with joy and make us happy. They won't. I know firsthand, friends, because I've tried. I've bought things I didn't need with money I didn't have to impress people I didn't even really like. And the funny thing is, they didn't even notice because they were doing the same thing. I've indulged in amazing food to fill my yearning soul, and all it left me with was a tummy ache. Anyone else feel me on this? Like joy, peace is also something that we should hold as a lasting heart posture. Where are my friends out there that are going through this world at breakneck speed just seeking a little peace? Just a little slice of peace in between the dinging email and the demanding goals to reach and the call from the career ladder that we're supposed to be climbing. A little peace when the littles in the laundry call for your attention. Peace when life doesn't happen the way we are hoping and the world is in chaos and the people we love are sick. Should I go on? I'm sure if I do, I'm going to hit all of the places where you might need a little slice of peace for your restless heart and mind. 
Peace is defined as tranquility or freedom from disturbance. That is great on a worldly level. But we all know that everyday life isn't always, or let's be honest, ever tranquil or free from disturbance. So this tells me we must go deeper. We need to seek a lasting peace that will be steadfast no matter the circumstance. After spending a lot of time searching for joy and peace, I actually found it in the most unlikely of places. Well, now looking back, I guess it wasn't the most unlikely, but I didn't know that at the time. Friends, I discovered joy and peace almost on accident in what was to be a last-ditch effort. I found it in the Bible. I read countless stories of people who were able to have joy and peace in the most difficult situations. Through strife, through infertility, through sadness, through war, through marriage problems, through death, through sickness, and so many hard and horrible things. I read story after story of people who held joy and peace as a continued demeanor in the hardest of situations. They walked through situations that would have broken me, and they walked through it unbroken. Through the scriptures, the God of joy and the God of peace becomes tangible to us. When we let the Holy Spirit guide our time between Genesis and Revelation, it is a time that is multiplied in joy and peace. I read once that joy is what comes from an intimate and consistent relationship with God. In John 14, peace is what Jesus left us with when he left this world. So if I have an intimate and consistent relationship with God and Jesus left his peace here with us in the form of the Holy Spirit, then I can look at Romans 15, 13 and allow it to embed itself into my soul. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We have to actively trust in the Lord, actively get to know him, trust him and build a relationship with him. I want you to think for a second about the anatomy of your deepest friendships, like your people, like your OG people, right? When I think about mine, they didn't come by accident. These relationships and friendships, they didn't just show up. They came by actively pursuing them, actively pursuing that person, reaching out, being there, being available to them, showing up, making time to talk to them, connect with them, learn everything about them, serve them. We have to know Jesus in this way. We have to keep our eyes fixed on him. We have to know who he is and what he's about. It is only through knowing him on a personal level that we're going to receive his joy and his peace. The kind that is unshakable, the kind that isn't defined by circumstance or situation, the kind that is everlasting. Friends, bearing the fruits of joy and peace in our life is not an easy task. It takes diligent intentionality over and over and over and over it takes time with our Bibles open and the rest of the world on silent. Taking in the word. It takes time with our Bibles closed in quiet prayer with our Savior. I said it before, I'm not the betting type. I'm just not, not built that way. However, 
I'm willing to bet that if you get to know Jesus on a personal level, joy and peace will begin to bloom their beautiful, incredible fruits in your life. Friends, I hope you enjoyed episode three of season three. I hope that you see that joy and peace are things that you can attain every day, every moment of your life. Send me a message. I always love hearing your thoughts. Come back next time and let's throw more encouragement around like confetti, but be careful as always, if you get too close, you just might get some on you. And remember friends, there is always, always, always something to be thankful for. Ciao. Thank you for joining me, Desiree Melfi Bozzo, for this episode of Life Out Loud. I would love to hear from you. Leave me a comment. Tell me what topics you want to talk about and how you take your coffee. If you enjoyed what you heard, text a friend the link, share it on social media, or if you're interested in becoming a supporter, bebop over to my webpage, lifeoutloud.me, and sponsor a cup of coffee that keeps this podcast fueled. Until next time, sweet listeners.